Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Welcome to another episode of Tiro Time with Tisha May, a formerly adolescent content series that is now a podcast of my own. My name is Tashana, or Tisha May, or Tisha, or T, your favorite cup of tea in the cabinet, and we already for another episode where we're gonna break down a tarot card and we're gonna talk about the meanings of it in its upright and reverse positions and I'm gonna also share a story in regards to my own personal relation with the card and how it may have popped up in some readings of mine and what other things in terms of we may need to discuss in terms of its properties and other things I feel like you guys need to know so Feel free to brew yourself up a cup of tea. You're listening to this on your drive to wherever your destination is. Or if you're doing just some errands or chores or whatever. Just lend me your ears and I will take you on this journey on this episode of Dragon Ball Spirituality. Okay, so the Judgment card is a card from the Major Arcana in tarot if you have your phone with you and if you happen to be typing on it right now i'm going to advise you to go on your browser and look up the judgment card the judgment tarot card and for those who cannot necessarily look at their phones right now or research it for themselves, that is all right. I'm going to describe to you what the card looks like, at least in its writer's weight traditional illustration. So we have in numerical order. Yes, 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 yes. Because it is Roman numericals. Mm-hmm. We have it be number 20. And then we see a depiction of what looks to be as an angel from the clouds. Now, the clouds are gray, honey. The clouds are gray. This angelic figure has a horn. I don't want to say it's a trumpet because it don't look like a trumpet, but it could be a trumpet. And this trumpet has a flag. And the flag is white with a red cross in the middle. And then we have these people on boats, on a body of water, I, with, some with their hands up, some with their arms stretching out, some with their hands and like, like their elbows like next to their bodies, but their hands are out. Pretty much we just have this angelic figure as if he is reciting or saying something to these people on the body of waters. I would like to add these people who are also new. So we see people in terms of mothers, children's, fathers, or man, woman, and child. In that sense. Now, no, 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 no. Let's talk about its upright position. So its upright position, basically, it's kind of like, in its upright position, in my own interpretation, it's kind of like judgment day. It's kind of like you are now being faced with the very thing that you were so afraid about being judged by. In my sense, 
I, in recent readings, have looked at it as almost redemption. Like, people are either repenting for their sins, people are trying to be forgiven for their sins, people are trying to redeem themselves. And I do think about this in the context of, yes, the Bible, but I also think about the context of, like, this in terms of, like, um, just, like, Almost, almost, almost like the whole thing where, you know, if be there, be judgment day and people have not, you know, asked forgiveness or repent themselves for like the wrongdoings they, you know, had done, then then they will be met. Like they will be dealt with. <laughs> There's just about that. Like they will be dealt with. Right. Um, but it also can, can do with like something like, like, psychologically internally like mentally like being very critical or you know judgmental really of oneself or even being judgmental of one others i'm also gonna say as this comes into my brain like this also kind of comes with like even your spirit guys are trying to tell you messages and yet you just not getting them or maybe you are receiving messages and downloads from Yes, be it, guys, but it could be like something that's like, mm, you were kind of afraid to hear, but you knew you had to hear it at some point, right? Now, let's look at the reverse. In the reverse, I'm going to see it as something that's more blindsiding, blind spotting. Like, I'm going to see it as kind of like the, you know, the pretend not to see at me, you know? Kind of like you're you 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 almost like it's like you avoiding the problems, like you avoiding the call, like you avoiding the messages. And for why, for why, for why, for 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 why? <laughs> Just to get that angel number out there, and that's an angel number specifically about you know hearing and your spirit team, your angels working with you. So for why? Why are we avoiding, you know, needing to admit? Like, it, it, I will say back, and it's, I will say, I, w I would like to say that it would be more so something along the lines of its upright position is about accountability, but its reverse position is about the lack thereof. And that being said, if you are accountable for your actions, for whatever you have done, and it's kind of like a confessional where if you do ask forgiveness for your sins, you do ask forgiveness for the wrongdoings, for the lies, the, 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 the mistreatment, you know, even for being like overly critical there is a way and there's a matter of, you know, asking for, I guess you can say a second chance. That's why redemption is a very, very big theme in its card. And for me personally, I never, I would say this, for me personally, I started to and, I, and it really was a download. And mind you, like I said, I have my own interpretations of it. And yes, there is the 
interpretation or the meaning of it that is presented in guidebooks. Um, but I wanted to share my own interpretation from it that is obviously going to be a very similar depiction of what that description says of, of its meaning. But for me, it didn't click to me that this card was about redemption and about repention until last week. <laughs> and that was last week, like in a reading, <laughs> in one of my own readings, right? And so when I looked at the card, I was just like, and I forget the question that I asked with it, but it was very much in a matter of some people are wanting to redeem themselves. Some people are wanting or need to repent themselves. And sometimes some people don't do either things. Some people just don't do the work that is needed to in order to achieve those things. And I was just like, oh, dainty, duck, oh, dear, oh, damn, that's deep. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And so when I was looking at this, I was just like, oh, wow. Like, people are wanting to redeem themselves. And I'll say this, story time. I'll say this because at that time when I have read the card, two colleagues of mine had hit me up. And one was a check-in in terms of like, I'm sorry I haven't talked to you in such a long time. Now, here's the thing with me with a lot of friends. Not even a lot of friends, but very, very few friends. If I know that a friend of mine is busy working, but if I also know and have a deep understanding as to what their mental and emotional psyche is like if I am aware of like not just their behavioral patterns but just of like how energetically and emotionally and mentally they get affected because girl like we all are going through it we all go through something it's just in a matter of bro baby girl bev like you ain't got to apologize to me. Like, if I tell you, you do not have to apologize. And if I said it once, don't let me say it a second time. <laughs> and there's quite a few friends, like, I, I have to, like, kind of, like, or I make that very, like, straight up. Be like, you don't need to apologize because you know that I know exactly what's going on in your life. Even if I don't talk to you and I just happen to just, of course, see your shit on social media, that's to say that it's kind of like, listen, dude, like, Yes, that's me keeping up with bits and parts of your life, bits and pieces, but not the entire thing. So don't feel the need to apologize for, or I would say this, don't feel the need to repeatedly apologize. If you apologize once, that means that you, how about this? What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say is that you don't need to apologize over and over again. If you apologize once, that's enough. But you don't need to apologize over and over again for evolving and growing. And I'll say, hey, I appreciate that you checked in. I appreciate that it seems as though that you felt the need to reach back out to me or reach out to me because of the fact that something along the lines of we are still in line with each other. We just had to go through our own paths 
to then come back and meet each other in the middle. You know? And I love them. I love them. I do. And so I was just like, girl, yeah, I don't even remember if I did say, like, you need to apologize. But I am seeing this friend in a few days in which I'll be like, bitch, don't apologize to me about being MIA. We are all either working or going through shit. We're, we're all adults here. So we, we have to operate and we have to make appointments and plan dates for our schedules. We have to see where our schedules align. And truly, if I feel as though my energy is still online with you, then I will make and plan date. Like I will take part in arranging it. Like I will invest that energy. But don't feel the nar, nar. Don't, don't, don't apologize. Don't apologize for a second time. Okay. I won't mind a second time, but it's like, girl, don't, don't apologize more than twice. How about that? So the other colleague that hit me up was wanting to wonder about basically like, and it was the exact opposite. This colleague was just asking about like why, like they felt as though we were off the, we weren't in the same wavelength. And my response to that was just like, hey, to be quite honest and to be frank with you, because mind you, I happen to step into establishments that they are in or a part of, but it's just like, babe, I'm there to see everyone else, not just you. And if I happen to miss you, I missed you. If I don't run into you, if I don't say hi to you, one, that I may have not seen you or not have run into you or have missed you, two, if I personally am going through something, I'm the type of person to isolate myself purposefully so I don't project that shit onto people accidentally. That. Three, here's the thing. Now, I apologized in terms of, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way because your feelings are valid. However... I'm going to be honest and communicate back to you exactly what this is, exactly what I feel about this, and exactly like my own perception of this. And here's the thing, hon. And if this person happens to listen to the podcast, hey, here's the thing. We're not actively in that same establishment together. We have ties to it, but I'm not in it as much as they are. I don't talk to them like that personally aside from that professional establishment that we're in. Yes, you're close with friends that we are mutually connected with, but once again, how often do we actually sit down, have we actually sat down to have conversations? Now, I can think back on my brain maybe a few times, but it's just kind of like, the first colleague is a friend. This colleague is a colleague. Not necessarily a companion yet. Dot, dot, dot. You know? So all that to say in state is just kind of like 
are you asking for a redemption or are you asking for repention? And I mean this for the both of them. Now, first colleague is like, honey, you got to redeem yourself. You got to redeem yourself. You have redeeming qualities. And I fuck with you. We, we, we go back. So I love you, hun. Like, you're fine. You're good. You don't need to apologize. Like, you don't have to constantly redeem yourself to me because you know I know who you are. This second colleague is like, I don't know you well enough to just redeem whatever relationship that you thought we had. Mind you, this is probably my Aquarius tendency talking out loud. Mind you, this is very much and probably more likely me just saying, like, I'm not really attached to you like that. As you probably are to me. But just like this angel here in the judgment card, I'm going to communicate back to you. In this upright form, I'm going to at least communicate back to you. Because if it's in reverse, messages would have been lost. Miscommunication would have been crossed. And people would have been saying, oh my God. Mm, another bar. So, with that being said, it's to say that it's like, listen... On all ends, we all had accountability. Or someone was trying to hold someone accountable. And with holding someone accountable with the second colleague or the second colleague holding me accountable, in some sense, not to an extreme, but in some sense, is to say, oh, I'm going to have accountability and apologize that I'm sorry that you I made you feel that way, but... Here's what I'm accounting for. Here's my numbers. Here's my records. And if that still doesn't sit right with you, then, well, at least it's been accounted for, right? And with judgment, it's really just in a matter of holding oneself accountable and even, like, holding other people accountable. That's really what it is, honey. Because if you do either one, somebody is either going to be redeemed, somebody's going to be repented. And there can be a rise or a fall of something. And girl... Girl, 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 girl. I'm actually going to look inside my tarot booklet because I want to remember what card goes before and after judgment, right? Because that's just so interesting. So I know the world is like the last card and is right behind it. And then it's the sun. And here's the thing. Judgment is number 20 in the tarot card. If you add that together, numerology sense, it's number two. Number two is about balance. 
nature itself will always find its way to balance. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. Hot topic here. Hot topic here. I said, thank God for the pandemic. Yes, I got COVID. Not during the height of it, but like, you know, despite being fully vaccinated, I got COVID at one, one, one point at the time. <laughs> but I say thank God for the pandemic, knock on wood, because of the fact that it really resetted a lot of things. It really made people really pay attention and be more aware of like their patterns or shit. Just things that people were not accounted or accounting for. And because of that, literally the world said, there's a lot of fuck ups that's been happening. And you know what? We're going to fanals this shit. Or not even the world. I would say coronavirus really said, we're going to fan on this shit. We're going to cause them a, a muck. And they did. <laughs> they did. Rest in peace to anybody who did die of COVID, unfortunately. Um, an old high school teacher of mine actually did a couple months ago. And it was actually, like, super hard to, like, bear. Because it's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, that bitch is not playing around. And it's one of those things when COVID either happens to you or you get it or someone that you knew personally, professionally, whatever, died from it. It sucks. It sucks because it's out of your hands. It's out of your control. And you have to, like, understand and realize that, one, it was their time, two, by God's will, and three, nature runs its course. And that was one of the things I kind of just fell to it. And so when the shutdown happened, I remember specifically, girl, I remember where I was, I had literally just finished a job. Like, I had, I had literally, I was in my car and then I got the emails. <laughs> I got the emails. And what happened after that? The world reset itself. It was so interesting because online, and that's where a lot of people were living at that time. People were just living online. What was so interesting, like online, like I remember specifically, I saw this like on Twitter, was that, what was it? It was... Um, Venice, is it? Venice, Verona, somewhere in Italy. Or like Amsterdam. It was it was in one of the European countries that the water was clear. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it was somewhere in Italy. I can't remember for the life of me, but I think y'all know which city I'm talking about. Um the city with like the waters as like streets and whatnot and people were saying like they could literally see into the water and clearly see the fish because what happened people couldn't go anywhere so pollution had like stopped for about a good two months mind you two three months i will say because I remember, like, weather's forecast was supposed to be, like, rainy as hell. And then what happened was that literally 
it was nothing but clear blue skies and sunshine. Like I literally would go outside and sit in my neighborhood park and journal because it was just so nice. Like I had Zoom meetings <laughs> outside because it was so nice. And that's just what happened. The world, despite the fact that it was like shattered and shut down, was at peace again. Or at least at peace for quite some time. And that's really 